And now we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you words from Blurds Underground. Oh, here it goes. Another episode of Words from Blurds. Blurds. Yeah, you're gonna get that. You're gonna go. You're gonna get that little reference a little later, you go know, in the show. The why I start out with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, another week, another episode. Uh, a lot of stuff to go over this week. So we're just gonna go right on into it. Uh, Nicholas Cage has been cast as Joe Exotic in the, an upcoming scripted series about the controversial Tiger King. I mean, isn't the the Tiger King show already controversial? Does there need to be an adaptation of it? I'm confused. Uh, look, I'm not I'm not surprised. Tiger King got a lot of hype. Like Tiger King, and I watched it. Uh, I watched. A few I, I kind of. Oh, I watched the whole thing. I couldn't stop, bro. I I started from That's episode one. I, I I started from episode one. I just kept going. Like it was wild. Like I'd already heard of Joe Exotic before the documentary even came out because I um I, I heard like about his like little uh it wasn't a presidential campaign. It was like a, a, a mayor or governor or something like that. I heard about that and I thought, oh, huh, that's wild. That's crazy. And then you know a year passes, and then this documentary drops, and I'm like, oh, they made a documentary about the dude. And then I watch it, and like, yo, this dude is like, fucking insane, crazy. Yeah, there's there's literally literally a soap a soap opera's worth of drama between him and Carol Baskins, and I think what was the other guy? Um, well, who was the other guy? Uh, Doc Antle. Doc, yes. There's literally yeah. so much shit that just has been brewing between these there's a whole fucking underworld drama in the tiger selling community i didn't even know like private zoos on like regular ass like housing properties was a thing like that's insane to me i didn't either like you know no one is is has the education to be uh, uh, fucking taking care of these animals, and yet they have—they're not only taking care of them; they're breeding them, they're feeding them. They—they—they they, they live. They basically live like carnies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And like, uh, like I think they even said in the maybe the first or second episode that Joe is like the ringleader of this group of carnival-like misfits. Mm-hmm. And like, and Doc's whole life is really. Okay, see, that nigga is a cult leader. Yeah, he that definitely is. A cult. That's a, that is a tiger sex cult. That is what that how is. Do you have, <laughs> how do you have a house for each one of your hoes on your property? He has them dressing up like big cats with, like, yes, he thinks that shit. Like, is what sexy. the hell? This is a 50-something, 60-something-year-old man with a white man bun and a soul patch. Yo, where where is that nigga's documentary? Where's his scripted series? I wanna, we need sir, to go into surviving that. Surviving Doc Anton. I want to see that shit. Now, now, spoiler alert. Um, all the way at the end, you know, they do the little uh, this <gasps> is where this person is at now. But I, I'm just gonna let you know, it's it's nothing big. 
Uh, it's just they say that the FBI raided Doc Antle's uh, property, and they said some other stuff, but that's the only thing I remember. So I guess something happened there, but I don't know what. But th that dude needs a documentary too. That he needs an investigation done about him. You know. Uh, you think Carol Baskins did it? Her husband. Yeah. The lack of remorse when she's answering these questions, like the lack of, he just, I think he just ran away or something just happened to him. It's like, and the way. Well, his, well, to be fair, before he disappeared, they were apparently having marital problems, which. Yes, which also does not yeah. help her case yeah, at all. It does not. Yeah. She definitely had the most to gain from it. And I believe, if I remember correctly, he had. Um, did he submit some paperwork in case he went missing? Yeah, the wording of that was weird. I don't know. Maybe like super rich white dudes just live different lives, but the people don't usually be putting like in case I disappear in their last will and testament and shit. Like you, you expecting to disappear, my nigga? Like what? Yeah, and so and just the way that this man, her her first husband's children and his ex wife have been treated, and that they're afraid of carol baskins god i hate saying her name um <laughs> it, 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 it says to me that something has she's clearly knows something she's clearly done something and she is definitely willing to hold whatever little money she has of theirs hostage to keep them the fuck quiet mm -hmm. as soon as she came on screen i just I don't know what it was. It's just something better. I got a, I got a bad and, feeling. And I mean, uh, to her detriment, she was a cute little white, uh, white lady in her day. She was a cute little blonde white lady in her day. She uh, today, um, uh, well, they do. Well, say I mean, clearly she doing something because she had a homeboy on a leash. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that picture? <laughs> and he was he was he in a a, a tiger unitard? I think yeah, yeah, he was like some Tarzan shit. Yeah, like some Tarzan shit. Yeah. What the? F so I mean, she doing something. I don't know. And like, I believe they said what he was worth. Maybe the her husband was worth like what three and a half million, or something like that. She stretched the shit out of that money because to have the tigers and to have employees and people who just dedicate like they volunteer to live there, like she. I mean, everyone, Joe. Carol, Doc, they're all cult leaders in my opinion. I was I was looking in this documentary for like a protagonist. Everyone in this documentary is a horrible person, pretty much. Uh, everyone the only here, protagonist is probably the, the big cats. Everyone here I can see in the in fucking Arkham Asylum. It's really yeah. weird. <laughs> they're all a bunch of like low-rate Batman villains. Like it's just Yeah, like Oh, oh, um, I don't know if you got there, but uh, the dude who like was the inspiration for Scarface, that guy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I, I saw. He he was the most reasonable person, probably. Yeah, that's that's probably like the closest you get to protagonist. And he and he had actually like hired people who had the experience. Yeah. To take care of his cats and to teach him. I mean, yes, he was a former drug lord, and I I believe he was a murderer, or was it just a drug lord? I mean. I mean, I in that game, you're you're, you're very likely to to have murdered somebody in the in the drug game. I'm not gonna make assumptions, but you know, I, I, I but um, yeah, man, you gotta finish it up. Once you get to the last part, yo, that shit gets. I mean, it gets crazier every. Yeah, episode. we're not reviewing this.
right, th- this is the closest we're getting to. Yeah. Oh, you mean the the show or the, the documentary? actual show? The actual documentary we are not reviewing. Oh uh, the- yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is probably the closest you're gonna get to it. But man, um, that 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 documentary I mean, was insane. But to, but onto the casting, I feel Nick Cage. If anybody could bring Joe uh, Exotic's Exotic. weird ass to life, uh, I think. And do it pretty, pretty uh, good. Do justice to it. I think it will be Nick Cage. Oh, 100%. But, or, but can Nick Cage lose the weight? Because Joe Exotic is a pretty slender type of guy. I mean, probably. Nick, Nick, you can say whatever you will about Nick Cage. He very, I think he seems to enjoy acting. No, he seems to enjoy overacting. Well, yeah, that too. But I mean, he—he, he, I think he would—he would be the type of actor who would do that for the role. I, I agree. I think I think that there's honestly no one else I could see uh, playing the role of Joe Exotic. I think they, the the casting is spot on. Who do you think could play uh, Carol Baskins? Carol fucking I, honestly, I would love it. I mean, I know she doesn't quite look like it, look like Carol Baskins, but um, Jesus Christ, it would either be Melissa McCarthy. Mm-hmm. As Carol Baskins, or what's her name? Allison Janney. I feel like Allison Janney yeah. just has like that kind of quality of voice to match Carol Baskin. Even though she doesn't oh. quite look like Carol Baskin, because Allison Janney's tall as fuck. Oh yeah. I feel like it would just it would be it would add a, a little bit of humor <laughs> to uh the character of Carol. A, a lot of people were saying um old girl from uh, SNL. Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon as Carol Baskins? Yeah, a lot of Today? people are saying that. Yeah. As modern day Carol Baskins. Yeah. No. You don't think so? I mean, you know, they put her in a in a uh, prosthetics, you know, maybe, you know. I don't know. I don't I don't I mean, I'm sure she'd do an okay job, a, a decent job. She's good at just slipping into different women, but yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. She's also a lesbian. Yes. Um, but <laughs> but I don't I don't know if I can see Kate McKinnon. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can see her being I don't know. I just I can't see her as um as Carol Okay, Baskin. what about uh Doc Antle? Jesus Christ, Doc Antle. I feel like There's Jack Black would be a great Doc Antle. Yeah, Jack Oh wow, yeah, yeah. Alternatively, right? Jared Leto. Oh, okay, so is this film? Are we casting for two different two different eras of people? Because I'm casting for modern day. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see Jared Leto as modern day uh, Doc Antle. I mean, they both have man buns, long hair, and uh, are white and leaders of cults. But no, there you go. I mean, no, I I don't think he'd be a good Doc Antle, honestly. Because he has to, he, Doc Antle is he's a bigger guy. Uh, ooh, or is, what about um Colin Farrell? No, that's not that's not bad. Colin Farrell's Doc Antle is not bad. I actually, what about Russell Crowe? Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, Russell Crowe's Doc Antle. Yeah, he could pull it off too. Especially, I don't know if you've seen that trailer for, uh, for Unhinged. Yeah, did you see yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna learn to apologize today. Why they why they had that black lady in the trailer talk talking like you got the road rage. 
It's supposed Jesus to be the first Christ. movie to open up in theaters again. Oh, uh, now you know damn well I'm gonna see that movie. Not in theaters. <laughs> not in theaters. Obviously, when it come out on VOD, that's that's the type of movie that's exactly right up my alley right there. That's due for an ironic review. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That you know, it was it was reminding me of uh, Ma. Actually, for some reason, it just reminded me of Ma. Yeah. I kind of I kind of see that. I I could see Russell Crowe's character and and uh, Olivia's Octavia Spencer's character probably being together, like in a jungle fever type thing. But yeah, that that Tiger King show is going to be crazy. Uh, moving on. Thor Ragnarok director. Oh, my bad. I'm stepping all over you. Go ahead, brother. All right. Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi has con- has been confirmed to direct and co-write a new Star Wars feature film. He will So also- count down until Disney drops in for creative differences. Would, would, starts- that be, would he would he be the first person yeah. of color to to helm a Star Wars movie? I think he would. I believe so. I mean, he's already helmed us yeah. an episode or two of The Mandalorian, so he's yeah. he's got a grasp of the world. But I, you know what? I'm honestly, I'm starting to really realize when it comes to Star Wars, the TV shows are superior. Yeah, they're just way better than the movies. Uh, I hundred percent. They really are. Have you seen Clone Wars this last season? Uh, no, I'm not caught up on Clone Wars. Jesus Christ, I, I, I know, I know, I know. I know, but it's it's a great show. Clone Wars has been a great show. Uh, Rebels, not so much. No, yeah. Mandalorian is a great show. Mandalorian is a great show. Um, am I forgetting any shows? Uh, the orig- the the original Gen. How do you Gendy, say? Gendy, Gendy Tarkovsky. Gendy, yeah, his cartoon all the way Clone back Wars. in the day was great. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and it's it's. I mean, when you think about it. There's technically more hours of like quality Star Wars when it comes to the shows versus hours the actual of movies. Star Wars when it comes to the, yeah. Yeah, the, the I feel like the movies feel more like cheesy soap operas because they're supposed to be space operas, space mm-hmm. soap operas, and like the shows actually get to flesh the characters out with more development and a little more more of a serious tone. And of course, you have your your couple fluff episodes. But the main story ones are always top-notch. The last four of this season, like the first four or maybe the first three of this season and the last four of this season, top-notch Star Wars storytelling. And, I, and I'm going to stand by this uh, statement till, I, till, till death does me um, otherwise. But I firmly believe Ahsoka Tano is the best Star Wars character Period. You're not gonna get any argument from me. Ahsoka Tano is the best Star Wars character, hands down. And I mean, I couldn't be I couldn't be happier for her. For, I mean, we we saw her beginning uh, and with the Clone Wars movie. We've mm-hmm. seen her arc th- throughout the first few seasons of the show, and now um, this final season. And we saw her, her some of her arc in uh, Rebels. Where she actually fought fought against Darth Vader, and I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know where be, she is now in the current timeline, but she's one of the best. I may not be that high on Rebels, but that was one of the few parts of Rebels that's like amazing. The whole yeah. thing with Ahsoka and uh, Darth Vader. Yes, absolutely, because they felt 
she didn't know who he was at first, but she kind of felt her old master in there. And that's what she boy, said. it's a great show. It is. It is. Uh, so is so her casting being uh, Rosario Dawson is that like? Because I keep seeing conflicting reports. Is it like definitely Rosario Dawson? Uh, no, it's not definitely, but it's like ninety percent likely. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that. That's pretty casting. Transporter director Louis Leterrier. Sorry, because I'm pretty sure I totally Louis Leterrier. Louis Leterrier. I'm sorry, Letier. Letier. Yeah, sorry. Is in negotiations to helm Netflix's Bright Two. He is also known for The Incredible Hulk, Clash of the Titans, and now you see. He's not in negotiations anymore. He that's he's got. Oh, that. it's confirmed. He got. Yeah, he's okay. got that. You got it, got it. All right. Oh, so happy that uh, we're getting right to. That's awesome. I'm happy because uh, I don't. Very lives don't matter today. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what day. day uh, David Goyer. No, not David Goyer. What is the guy? The, the original uh, director, of The Suicide Squad, and Bright David. Is it? Is it not David Goyer? No, David S. Goyer is the one who wrote Man of Steel and some of the Dark Knight trilogy. You asking who directed Bright? Yes. Uh, da, 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 second. No, it is David Ayer. Yeah, I said Goyer. Oh, you said Goyer. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, David Ayer. Um, I I don't know if if he's if he has the sensibility for for these types of movies, for superhero films, for the kind of mythical world he tried to set up in Bright. I don't know if he has the right sensibilities for that. Um, it Bright was okay. I saw, I see the potential, for, the bones there. I see the groundwork. The, the, the world build, I mean, the world they set up, yeah, sure. It yeah. had plenty of potential. But it was just uh, the writing was good. awful. No. Now, granted, due to recent controversy with Max Landis, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't return. So maybe they'll get a new writer. Oh, I'm sure they're going to get a new writer because um, it was one of their highest original films to to date. It still is one of their highest films. It was the Which highest film at that time. It's kind of depressing. They had orcs and fucking chains and jerseys and shit, man. <laughs> Come on, man. What is... Yeah, I don't They're supposed to be like Latino gangbangers, but they're orcs. I don't... The Alamo still happened in this world? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, hey, you know, whatever my feelings on Bright are, either way, a sequel's happening. So I just, I mean, I never hope for a movie to be bad, except maybe Venom. But, you know... Hopefully this movie's good. Unsurprising you know? there. I mean, yeah, I like the Incredible Hulk movie. I think it was probably one of the the more serious action movies uh, Marvel made before Disney took uh, purchased them. Very underrated. Uh, and now you, the first Now You See Me was a pretty dope film. Um, Transporter was okay. I mean, it's. I mean, if was, you like goofy ass action movies, you know. I mean, it's a Jason Statham movie, so that's what you'll get almost every time. Yeah. Um, but I quite like the Incredible Hulk, and I like what he did with um, Now You See Me, and Clash of Titans was okay. 
It was all right. I won't say it was that terrible. It just wasn't like thing to say about that movie. Okay, but I mean, Louis. I hope he. I hope he. He does good. I hope Will Smith is uh, is up for Bright too, and I'm sure he's got some. He's going to contribute, of course. So you ever see you ever see that tweet about Max Landis predicting that Bright was going to be his Star Wars? I did see that, and he was so wrong. And I believe he's also been hashtag Me Tooed. Um, out of yeah. Hollywood, he was already blackballed, and he was starting to make a comeback ever since Chronicle. He was starting to like develop himself after Chronicle because Chronicle was such a big hit. Speaking of Chronicle, did you see uh, uh, Josh Trank's newest movie? No, it hasn't come out. It's, it's on demand, video on demand. Have you watched Capone already? You know what I'm talking about? Capone. Yeah, you ain't seen it. No, I haven't seen it either, but it looks. Amazing. I'm not sure if you mean that ironically or like. You know damn well I mean that ironically. <laughs> Come on, man. you see Tom Horton? Oh my god! I saw the poster and I'm like, I don't know. There was something about the poster. I'm like, I don't think it's gonna be good. Well, it's not. It's not a regular gangster movie. It's about Al Capone once he has like dementia in his late 40s. So it's about the last few saw- days. A picture of him with a carrot in his mouth, holding a Tommy gun while in his diaper. Yes, again, dementia, Al Capone. I, man, if you say I mean, most people are giving are giving the perfor- the performances per- saying it's pretty good. They give the movie a generally the consensus it, the consensus is that it's like a B plus across the board. Okay, it's not like A material. But in terms of Josh Trank doing better than Ben Forstick, definitely I mean, done better than that. <laughs> but that was a low bar. Very low bar. But uh, but at the same time, he was he was forced to do things by the studio he didn't want to do. So I won't I won't one hundred percent hold it against him. I may be twenty five percent because studios are dicks. They really are. Bump it up a little bit to thirty. I, I would say thirty. 25, 30, I mean, whatever. It's 5%. But at the same time, I, I really think that it was mostly the studio's fault and all the executives and producers, you know, trying to restart a franchise that they fucked up in the first place. Numerous times. Yes. Although, I mean, the Tim Story movies aren't like terrible, terrible. What? Oh, I mean, no, they're not terrible, terrible. They're, they're, they're like, eh. You know, they're palatable. They're there. You can. They're okay to watch, but they're not like. They're not of regular Marvel tier. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, speaking of Marvel standards, Marvel Studios reportedly has big plans for Ghost Rider, as studio head Kevin Feige is reportedly working on new Marvel Cinematic Universe project for the Spirit of Vengeance. However, those plans will not include Gabriel Luna, who portrayed. Robbie Ray's version of the character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who was also originally supposed to get a Hulu series, but was canceled. In addition to Marvel having plans for Ghost Rider, they also have plans for Nova, who is uh, more like a... He's more like the Hal Jordan Green Lantern of Marvel. Space cop. Yeah, he's a space cop. But... I mean, he's got to be different somehow because we've seen the Nova Corps already and they were pretty much just normal humanoids who flew spaceships. So I well, I, I've seen them 
as like kind of a combination of like Hal Jordan and uh, Blue Beetle. Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle, in a way. Really? Teenage, Why? yeah. Younger thing. Or maybe I'm just thinking of the Ultimate Spider-Man version of the character. That's probably why I'm thinking that. Yeah, I, I, well, I could see where you... But, you know, I mean, hey, uh, Marvel's earned my trust, so, you know, whatever they're going to do with Nova, cool. I wish they had kept Gabriel Luna, even though I know you, for some unexplained reason, despise Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know why. I despise Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I loved him on, uh, I loved him as Ghost Rider. Yeah, so yeah, even on a show that you, for some strange reason, will never know, despise, still liked Gabriel Luna as Ghost Rider. He was a great I Ghost just Rider, like so. Ghost Rider in general. I find yeah. the whole concept of him very interesting. Um, I'm I'm very curious to see. The thing about Marvel is they they really have this kind of they don't their their origin stories are weird, or like they're they're very they're not weird they're very cookie cutter origin stories and like we don't really get to grow with the character as they develop their powers it's kind of like boom bam boom, you know Iron Man the first Iron Man was was was. Oh, not like Marvel, when you say Marvel, are you talking about Marvel Studios? Yeah, Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios, they have, they have, somewhat gone away from more character-focused uh, solo movies. I think I feel like they're all about more Easter eggs and tying it all to their big uh, crossover film, and we don't really get to grow with these characters like Doctor Strange. I mean, I didn't really get to grow with Doctor Strange. I didn't get to grow with fucking the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, yes, they're good movies. They're enjoyable, but there's not a single character who, like... It's just... I want to connect more with the characters, and I, and I don't get to. I get what you mean, but I think part of that is just, you know... with, I mean, they're movies, you know? You only have at least an hour and a half, more often than not two hours, to like, here's the character, here's what they do, here's their uh, personality, go. You know, it's not like a TV show where you got the time to like develop it. And I 100% agree with that. And I and I understand that's why they are choosing to do series with characters like Wanda, Vision, and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because if we're being honest, we don't really know who Vision is. Like, you know, we know Vision, but we don't know Vision. We saw him phasing out of a wall a few times and fucking shoot beams from his head. Yeah, but we we don't really know much about Wanda either. He's a side character that has little to no dialogue. Yeah, all we know is that he's into uh, Scarlet Witch and he phases through stuff and he's really strong. Yes, that's all we know. And he's, of course, uh, molded from Jarvis's brain or Jarvis's AI. Yeah. But... I would, I'd like, I really like them to focus more on the characters because looking at Captain Marvel was a whole, was, that was a real misstep. I mean, yeah, it made a billion dollars, but I feel it was a, it, it wasn't as good a movie, like solo wise as, as it could have been. It it was, it was mid, it was very mid. Exactly. Very mid. And and around the time Captain Marvel was coming out, didn't Marvel say they were uh, moving away from origin movies? I think they did. I think they 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 did say that at one point. I'm not sure if 
that's still the case. But I don't, I don't, what I don't want is to go into a movie and the character already has their powers. You know what I mean? I want to go yeah. into the movie and they discover their powers or they're given their powers or whatever, not just boom, they got their powers already. Let's wind it back for about five minutes to see what happened and how they got them and then go back into the present. Let's like, let's, uh, like Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Yes. That movie was, that was definitely more of a character based movie. And I would say they kind of stopped there because the first door is, is, I mean, it, it's a, a gem, but it didn't quite focus on Thor as, as it should have. You know, yeah. that makes sense. Like he was, he's fucking Thor stuck with no powers in uh, fucking west of New Mexico, Albuquerque. I don't know. Maybe Arizona. I think, Arizona. I don't know. I think it was New Mexico. No, actually, yeah, I think it was New Mexico. Regardless. But, yeah. We we I want them I want to see these characters' powers. I want their powers to be, I want to be amazed by them learning about their powers. I want to be amazed by seeing their powers in action. Like they already have them. They're not surprised. It takes away the surprise from me. Like when fucking so, Billy Batson got his powers in Shazam, he was fucking amazed and we saw him testing his shit. I like that. The first Spider-Man, he was testing his webs. I like that. Like give us would some you, character development with the powers. Would you have liked to see that with Tom Holland? Yeah, honestly, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I know, we, I know it's repetitive. We've already had two origin movies with Spider-Man, you know. We have, but well, maybe maybe not. But I would have liked. I don't know because we went straight into Tom Holland already being Spider-Man, already having his powers when we met him in Civil War. So I mm-hmm. feel like going doing a a flashback in homecoming would have would have been redundant but i do feel as though his connection to uncle ben is not even there anymore like it's definitely more focused on tony and i don't like it which is i i agree that's a, even though i love the tom holland movies and tom holland is absolutely the best live action spider-man yes he is accept it it is what it is I do agree that they've kind of replaced Uncle Ben with Tony, and I don't love that so much. And it doesn't seem like he's he's like really focused. On, I mean, I know he's still a teenage kid, but he's a teenage kid who chose to be a hero because of the responsibility and having great power. And I don't really see him like using that mantra at all. They haven't even said that mantra. Yeah, he just yeah. said. When I mean, you, when I you remember can do what I can do, and the bad guys do the bad things. It's like I have to help them. Like, nigga, we know what you're trying to say. Just say it. Like, how you? How in a Marvel Studios movie, you not gonna have Spider-Man say the most famous phrase? Say his most iconic line. Like, it's come like, on. It's like they don't want characters who have unique things about them to be on spotlight. That, that makes sense. Like, you don't want uh, Peter Parker's famous quote to be on spotlight where did you want spider-man for yeah what did you what did you want him in your movies for if you're gonna like cut down his character yeah but whatever it doesn't make sense do you think they're gonna go with johnny blaze i mean i would guess so because he is the original but they could go with danny ketch they could go with Robbie. i feel like i feel like 
motorcycles sell more toys and that will always be a factor um mm -hmm. the toy selling so i feel as though they're gonna go with somebody who rides a bike and i know robbie reyes rides a, a fucking what is it, a, a, a hemi a chevy some type of muscle car yeah and I, I mean i i don't know if they'll quite sell as well so i feel as though they'll probably go for some for either daniel catch or johnny blaze or someone you, someone brand new assuming they go with johnny blaze uh who do you think they'll cast as oh casting jesus you know who i wouldn't mind uh i can't think of his name uh pretty boy from uh um the last season of um stranger things and power rangers say what he was the red ranger in power rangers Oh, oh, snap. Oh, yeah, Red Ranger. Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, give me a second. I'm looking it up right now. I know exactly who you're talking about. He would be a good choice, actually. But would we want Johnny Cage in his 20s or 30s? I'm thinking if he's a uh, professional, probably in his 30s, right? Yeah, probably someone in his, like, early 30s. Uh... Zachary Montgomery? Yes, Zachary Montgomery. No, not Zachary, Dacry. Dacry, yes. D A C R E. Okay. Oh, also, uh maybe Ryan Gosling. He's got the gruff voice. He's already he, he was was wasn't he uh a stunt driver in a what was it, drive? Yeah, yeah, he was in drive. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he's got and he's got kind of that gruff you know, kind of look to him. I could see him being a guy on the run who likes motorcycles. I just feel like I might see him as Ryan Gosling instead of Johnny Blaze. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he might almost be too recognizable. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, that's kind of – I can see that. Okay. Let me maybe – who would you choose? Who would you choose? Well, I mean, Dacry Montgomery was a great choice already, but – uh or here's a better choice. If you could race Ben Johnny Blaze, who would you choose? Michael B. No, I'm playing. Uh, hmm. What about uh, uh, Denzel Washington's son? Oh. My Klansman. Henry David Washington? Yeah, Henry David Washington. I mean, I, think I haven't seen him in much to say. Although he, he, he looks kind of youngish. I mean, he's in his 30s, though. Yeah. yeah, he is. He just looks kind of youngish, though. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I, I think Jason, I mean, Jason, John David Washington would be a pretty decent choice. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who else I would pick, honestly. I mean, maybe uh, Luke Hemsworth. But we already got two Hemsworth brothers, so I mean, we already yeah. got one Hemsworth brother. It'd be like that weird thing in uh, the Arrowverse where they never acknowledge that uh, Firestorm and Green Arrow look exactly like each other. I mean, do they though? I mean, we only yes. ever saw them. Niggas we only are cousins, ever saw Robbie like two brothers. or three episodes. Bruh, we saw them in way more than two, and them niggas look exactly like it. they look. They're, they're cousins, but they look like brothers. I know. 
I'm looking at. I'm trying to look at actors right now. You know who who I think would actually be a good uh, Johnny Blaze. Yeah. Coming off of Star Wars, Adam Driver. Yeah. He's also who I have picked for like you know Robert Pattinson's Joker. But honestly, um, I would cast him as Doctor Doom. Really? Yeah. Before before uh, Ghost Rider, I would make Adam Driver Doctor Doom before Ghost Rider. That is, that's that's not a bad choice. That's not a bad choice at all. Ooh ooh ooh! Somebody who's a run underrated actor who's had like two shitty movies back to back with RoboCop and Suicide Squad. Joel Kinnaman. Rick Flag. Again, not a bad choice, but. Well, okay, he wasn't like bad in Suicide Squad necessarily. No, I'm just it's saying just, the movie. You know, the, movies, the script wasn't all there. The yeah. movies themselves were shit, not not him. Yeah, in it. not him. He did he did a fine job. But yeah. Um. So, do we know if it's a show or a movie, or they haven't said? I I feel pretty confident it's going to be a movie. So you know, whenever but, movies are able to be in theaters again. Yeah, you know, in 2025, whatever. Uh, Captain Rex is rumored to join the second season of the, of the Mandalorian. If true, then he would join other Clone Board castmates, Ahsoka Tano and Bo Katan, to make the transition from animated to live action Star Wars. Star Wars. And Katie Sackhoff is playing Bo Katan. She's do- she's doing she she voiced the character on the show uh, Clone Wars, and now she's going to play Bo Katan on on the Mandalorian. And the guy who who played I can't think of his name. Who played the actual um, clones or the actual um, clones in the Attack of the Clones and um, the first three prequel movies? He, that guy, Aquaman's dad. He is going to play. Oh, uh, he's going to come back as as Rex and apparently Boba Fett as well. I actually heard about that too. Yeah, that's uh, really cool to see, especially since, like we said earlier, the Clone Wars shows are very popular among. They are vastly superior than the movies. Oh, yeah. No, like, like Star Wars fans never argue about the quality of the shows. Uh, let me tell you, the last two episodes of the season seven, um, some One of the, just be- the yeah, the best fight choreography I've seen in Star Wars. These last three movies were trash compared to the fight choreography mm. in, these, in these two episodes. I, I would say Rise of Skywalker was trash, but that's not what I would say is trash. I'm talking about the fight choreography. No, you tripping. The Red Room in uh, Last Jedi? No, I'm not tripping. You didn't like that scene? I didn't say I didn't like it. I'm saying that the two, the, the fighting in, maybe it was the last episode, actually. The fighting in the last episode of The Mandalorian, uh, not The Mandalorian, Clone Wars, Clone Wars, was far superior. And that's also in part because they actually had Ray Park do some motion capture for Darth Maul. Yeah, I mean, uh, but the fight scenes in Last Jedi were like, I mean, great. Like, you gotta at least, you know, at least Last in, Jedi. In The Last Jedi? I mean, yeah, yeah I won't say they were, they, were, they were terrible, no. The, the, the Red Room was definitely... Um, uh, good fight choreography, but Clone Wars had way better. I'm talking about uh, overall the trilogy really as a whole. The, mm-hmm. the, the, the sequel trilogy as a whole was not, did not have any good uh, fight choreography. Well, you just said the Red Room. Oh, and also, uh, now Finn's fight with um, ooh, Shiny Stormtrooper. Yeah, what was her name? 
Phasma? Yeah, Phasma. I thought that was pretty good. I mean, as far as the development of like their little like storyline, the, the development just wasn't there. But the actual fighting, I thought was pretty decent. It was decent, but I'm telling you, the 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 choreography in the Clone Wars in every episode uh, where there's lightsaber duels is far superior to the entire sequel trilogy. I'm not saying that there isn't some good action in the sequel trilogy. I'm just saying it's not that good compared to the Clone Wars. Well, okay. I mean, well, I got, I got to catch up on Clone Wars. Please do. It's only 12 episodes. A lot of good stuff about the latest season, so I, I definitely need to check that out. All right. Well... What do we get next? Oh, that's me. Um, Marvel and Disney announced a new theatrical date for the New Mutants, the much-delayed Fox film. Will now land in theaters on August 28th. The New Mutants has... Asterix plan subject to change. Uh, yes, it could be subject to change. The New Mutants has the unique distinction of having four previous release dates. It was initially set to debut April 13th, 2018. The New Mutants was then pushed to February 22nd, 2019, following to August 2nd, 2019, and then April 3rd of this year. And now COVID has pushed it back to August. Great. Let me tell you something. If after all this time the movie isn't even good, I'm being very upset. You know, did you see that at one point that uh, Amazon had put to pre-order for it? I did not see that. Like, I, I guess it was going to go straight to VOD at one point. They think they need to just put it out on on uh, Hulu or something or Disney Plus at this point. Honestly, I, no, I'm not going to see it in theaters until like you know this whole situation with COVID is like over. Over. I mean, like there's like actual vaccine or treatment or something for it. Until then, going to the movies is pretty risky right now. So the fact that they said theatrical release date is in August, I mean, that's a little that's a little sketch to me. I mean, they have movies coming out in July, I believe. Um, yeah, that uh, Mulan's uh, coming out in July. What? Mulan. Still? Yes. It, it was supposed to come out in, uh, I think, May. Theaters or VOD? Theaters. They spent too much money for it to be on v, uh, VOD. That's bold. Okay, well, we'll see, I guess. I, I don't think that's a good decision, but, yeah. I mean, do we even, like, know when... I know some states are, like, reopening things, like, slowly in, like, steps and shit. Do we even know, like, at one point, movie theaters are going to reopen? Um, No clear point as to when they'll all reopen, because they're, they're still... I know it's... We're in Maryland, so I know movie theaters aren't open yet in Maryland. Oh, and I mean, even if they do, they're going to probably be open at like, what, 25% capacity or some shit? Or 50%, I'm not sure. So, I mean, the movie theaters even really see that much of a turnaround? Probably not. So, everything about this, I mean, it just seemed like a bad idea to me. I don't know. I feel you. I just hope New Mutants is actually good, you know? And that it actually is a better send off for the X Men franchise than uh, what was it? Dark Phoenix was. Then what? We don't talk about that movie. (laughs) 
it was not. It was. It. it was, what, what? What are we talking about? It. What was it? Nothing. We don't talk about that movie. Hopefully, it's better than the movie we're not going to talk about. Yeah, the movie that has no name because it doesn't exist. It's just there's been so much like build up to this movie to people just waiting for it to come out. Uh, you know, it's like a horror movie, and I don't know. I mean, it's technically the first super horror movie besides... What was that movie that came out not too long ago? Uh, uh, Bright? What? Was, was it called Bright? Bright? I think. No. Bell Smith Bright. No, 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 no. <laughs> what? what was that movie with that little boy? Oh, uh, Brightburn. Yeah, Brightburn. Jesus. That was close. I actually saw it again uh, a couple of days ago. I'm sorry. It's, it held up pretty well. You know, whenever that, it comes that was out, my first the the, movie, the ending credits of that movie was my first introduction to Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, yeah. <laughs> Although I mean, it was kind of on, it was on the nose as the end credits song. Yeah, very on the nose, but the movie was on the nose as well. And uh, that's it for the news bit of the show, and we're about to get into the review part of the show. Yeah, now, yeah. everyone is stuck indoors, right? We're all quarantining, you know, not getting out too much right now. And you know, I I happened to be perusing the internet, and I I saw I saw a little a little a little a little picture of a movie poster that I immediately assumed was fake because, well, clearly this isn't a real movie. This looks ridiculous. Uh, a film titled John Henry. I think it'd be safer if you both stay here for a while. Trust me, I'm not a killer. I'm John Henry. You don't gotta worry about John. When he was young, he shot the devil. We family, John. We got the same blood coursing through our veins. Heavy lies the crown. Watch how I keep it. A man woke up superhuman. Not anymore. Based off of the American folklore of the black man who beat a steam-powered drill, you know, in a, in a, in a driving steel contest starring Terry Crews and Chris Ludacris Bridges? This can't be real. <laughs> this is clearly fake. And then I Googled it, and then, oh, this is an actual movie. And then, oh, is, is it streaming anywhere? Oh, it's on Netflix. Huh. And then I'm like, well, I got the time. It's what I, I look at the runtime. Oh, an hour, thirty minutes. That ain't nothing. Let me let me check this out. When I tell you, <laughs> I had no idea what I was in for, and then which I then subjected Justin to, because I'm like, oh, if I'm watching this insane movie, bro, you gotta watch because I want to get your reactions to this movie. This movie is too insane. For just one of us to have reactions to it. Both of us got to talk about this movie. Because this movie... Jesus Christ. I can't believe this movie is real. I really can't. I, I just... Folks, I mean... You, you got anything to say to, to intro? You subjected me to this piece of shit. You made me watch this boring-ass B-movie for what? Boring? B-movie. It was a C-movie. 
I did. I definitely didn't want to see it. That movie was a D movie. <laughs> D for dicks. Because that was what was looking in my eyes. Fucking dicks. Nothing but fucking. That movie, you thought it was boring. Nothing but fucking veiny armed fucking Terry Crews, gold jaw ludicrous, and some fucking people. A girl who doesn't speak English. What is this? What is this movie? There was no real action till the very end. The only character I liked was the was John Henry's father. Played by Ken Foray, who you may know from Dawn of the Dead, or Keenan's dad from Keenan the Cow. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Call back to the beginning I'm of the show. Sure he's only like a few years older than Terry Crews. So, and, and, so for this fucking <laughs> have Terry Crews be this man's son, and he's probably like... <laughs> Older than Terry Crews, and then <sighs> Terry's supposed to be the same age as Ludacris. Look, man, this this movie. Listen, hold on, I had some first some notes, some first. Notes. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, brother. Don't let me interrupt you. Go ahead. I had some notes. Where is it? This is and I, I stopped because it was getting ridiculous. Ado. <laughs> Oh my god! This might be my favorite movie of twenty twenty. Oh my god! I can't believe this was a real movie though. No, I, I really. I got about six notes. All right, <laughs> it's all from the beginning. One, taking things from John Wick, the name John and the damn dead dog. Okay, didn't and and when his dog got run over, he was a little bitch. He said, "Hey, old man, what you gonna do about this? What you gonna do about this?" He picked up his dog like a little punk. And then he walked in the house all sad and shit, okay? The black female, right, who was um, helping the pimps, I guess, count their money, she has the fucking nerve to call them trash when she's about to let this one girl get raped. And And she calls them trash? The fucking nerve of the writing of this movie. One dude is literally sitting still in a chair, very calm, and just shooting. Boom. 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 <laughs> With a straight face. With a straight face. He got hit one time. How come the fat boy got Hold hit up, like bro. a thousand times? Explain, explain to me why these two dudes, one of them sells pills. The other one is like someone who like ran away from, what was it, Honduras or some shit? Yes. They just got here. Why are both of them shooting like John Wick? They murked every single person in that room. How? I'm wondering who, the fuck, who was really in the Navy. Was was it your father or you? What this song in this movie doesn't make sense. <laughs> and, and, and and how the fuck did the girl, okay, the Spanish girl, kill the guy who was about to rape her? She all she was doing was saying no, no, no. Then we get to her and the man's got a hole in his head. He's already got a hole in his head. Are these fucking trained Navy SEALs? Are these trained? Uh, cartel gang members? What the fuck? And, like, the movie does this thing where, like, uh, uh, BJ Henry, he's like, oh, so you you a pill dealer, huh? How, how come you was able to kill all them, all them dudes so easy? He's like, nah, I swear I'm just a pill dealer. Like, the movie hints there's something more, but we never find out what it is. Because a motherfucker is killed. They're killed! Is the girl and- even alive? 
Bruh. Uh, well, okay, we're jumping ahead a little bit. Was that all your notes? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. And then yeah, we're kind of jumping around. Then when Berta's brother and her are escaping the drug house after they shot the, 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 the guys in white, right? After they escape there, they literally run into a police officer. He says, put the gun down, boy. Put it down. He's like, okay, officer, I'm putting it down. And he just tells his sister to run in the opposite direction, and he rushes the cop. You hear no gunshots? I thought that, I thought that nigga was dead. I yeah, both I'm like, was dead. when no he showed gun. up late, I'm like, what? How is he not dead? Like, or at he, least arrested. He put the gun down, he just like, ooh, and then he, then he rushed the officer. I'm like, what? this isn't real. What is this? And my final thing that I wrote, fucking cheese sandwiches and water. What the fuck type of meal is that? Hey, look, you want something to eat? I got a hey, cheese man. sandwich for you. When you. Yo, when your family ain't got money like that, that's a meal right there. You know, cheese sandwich and water. That's, you know. That's the, <laughs> you don't like cheese sandwiches and water? <laughs> now, you ever present me a cheese sandwich and water, I will drink the water and I will throw that sandwich across the room. The, the reason why John Henry, to go back to your first note, uh, didn't respond to the, the, the guy who was like pointing a gun at him is because he's a pacifist. And well, he's see, a pacifist. How are you going to have fucking big ass Terry Crews be a pacifist, not have him be no ass to the last 10 minutes of the movie? <laughs> that man didn't even pick up his sledge. He, he held a hammer two times in this movie. The first time was the beginning when he was building a damn doghouse. The second time was the last 10 minutes when he finally picks up that sledgehammer. How in the hell you have in a John Henry movie not have John Henry pick up a hammer, a sledgehammer, until the last 10 minutes of the movie? What sense does that make? That's like having, not having Captain America pick up his shield until like the last 10 that's minutes. Like having, that's like having Thor on Earth without his hammer. Well. I mean. Uh, I just, look. John, John, the story of John Henry is an American folklore. Like, you know, I summarized it earlier. It's like this nice, kid-friendly, you've probably seen, like, the Disney cartoon in, like, elementary school or something, you know, that Johnny Appleseed, uh, 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 what was the, the, the big dude, the big blue bull? You know, you know what I'm talking about. The really big guy, blue bull. Sure. Google it, it'll come up. You know, just American folklore, kid-friendly, family-friendly. In the first three minutes, they said, motherfucker, like six... Oh, by the way, this is an R-rated John Henry movie. An R-rated folklore movie. R-rated for rat shit. <laughs> they, they said, motherfucker, like six times. And pussy, like twice. B.J. Henry, John Henry's father like 90% of his dialogue is about his dick. Best lines. Best lines in the whole movie. He really did. Best delivery, <laughs> too. He, he he started going into this really serious monologue. You think he's about to go deep. Like, son, let me tell you something about what's really sad. Do you, have, do you know that my dick don't work no more? You know, you know what's sad? <laughs> Being 52, having a stroke, and your dick don't work no more. Everybody used to have a taste of BJ. Let me tell you. <laughs> they made his name BJ on purpose. I bet they did. This is BJ's house, motherfucker. Oh, my God. Hey, you know what? By the way, we're about to just spoil everything. So if you don't want to know nothing else about the movie, stop here. 
because we're about to get into it. When he, when he, okay, three, two, one. When he sacrifices himself and his last words. Oh my God! Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta look for his last words. I wrote them down somewhere. My oh. name is BJ J, BJ Henry, and my dick was legendary. He <laughs> did say that. Those are the greatest last words in movie history, man. My name is BJ Henry, and my, and dick, my dick was legendary. Was legendary. Yo, put that shit on my gravestone. That that is the those are the best final words I've ever heard in my entire life. Also, to make it even better, he basically sacrificed himself for nothing because they kill the brother, then they kidnap Berta, and they shoot John Henry in the head. Oh, and I thought, wait, did they just kill John Henry? And there's like what thirty minutes left in this movie. The fuck are they gonna do for the rest of the movie? Then they could be, oh, he's fine. he's fine. Like a scene later. He's, He's fine. got a bullet lodged in his head like a tick to a dog. They just they didn't even they like splattered some like ketchup on his forehead and that's it. Oh, he's good. He didn't even go to the hospital. He literally had a, a bullet like sticking out of his skull. He did. You definitely weren't paying attention. I must I, not have seen the bullet. <laughs> I must have not seen it. It just, it just looked like they splattered some like fucking ketchup hot sauce on his head. Look at his left side of his. Look at the movie again. Look at his left side of his head once he's done shaving. And you'll see it. Is this nigga like secretly a superhero? Is that what's going on here? This nigga's actually Luke Cage before he got to the super sus. This this is like the closest Terry Crews is gonna get to a Luke Cage role. I think Very that might have been why he took it. Oh, yeah. and we haven't even talked about the villain. Oh my god. <laughs> Ludacris. Terrible villain. The villain Ludacris. Ludacris. He plays the bad guy. You know what the bad guy's name is? Helen. Hell. Oh. Wait, wait. Did you think his name was Helen? His name is Helen. His name's Hell. Helen. No, bro. His name is H E L L. Nigga. If you did I watch this movie or did you not watch it? When John Henry goes to his grandma's house, say where's Oh, on the letters? Yes, his name is Helen. Oh, his, wait, are you sure that wasn't just a grandma? No, it was to him. It was his. Wow. Okay. Oh my God, that's even stupider. Ah, uh, his name is Helen. His actual name is Helen. Oh my God. <laughs> she said. I thought that was Grandma's name. She said he probably have it sent here because he don't want nobody to see his name on the on the damn envelope. I thought that was the Grandma's name, bro. Wow. Oh, oh. Okay, so let me just hell right. Hell is this drug kingpin with a exposed metal jaw that looks like the Infinity Gauntlet. It's like gold and it's got like little colorful bits in it. That it looks like a Thanos jaw, nigga. Like it, it, you have so much money, you couldn't get the money to get a, a, a prosthetic that you can't see. Why is it exposed? I was saying it's, this. I was saying, why am I watching this movie? His first scene, the music in this movie is so, like, on the nose. Literally, the lyrics of his villain song, Welcome to Hell.
Dude song, man. Listen, listen. You make me watch some dumb shit like this again. I am disowning you. We are ending words from Blurreds because this is so fun. Oh, the reason why Hell has a metal jaw, right? So Hell and uh, John Henry are cousins, right? When they're teenagers, they used to like sell drugs or you know do gang shit or whatever. So one day, Hell is about to get robbed by this guy. You know, they're at a convenience store. So John Henry, who I'm pretty sure has, like, super strength and they just never say it, this nigga, like, knocks out the robber in one punch and then stomps his head into, like, ketchup. Like, that, his brain splatters, like, across the goddamn road. And after that day, John Henry's like, man, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a, a, a gangster no more. You know, that's what like that's why he's a pacifist. That's what I was explaining earlier. I'm gonna be a gangster no more. I'm not a gangster, I just crush a lot. He does. Like literally, he crushes people. And his sledgehammer. And uh uh so Hell's like, man, fuck that shit. You know, oh let me show you this gun I got. And then, you know, they struggle with the gun, and then John accidentally shoots Hell in his face. And that's why he's got the metal jaw. Oh, side note, young Hell, Hell is a teenager, also has a song. The first words that show up when he when he when he comes on screen, young hell in this motherfucker. <laughs> did you notice that? The lyrics of the song. Uh, no, I did not. I was not listening. <laughs> Go, it's so ridiculous. You got you. You was listening to music, bro. The lyrics, man. It's, it sounds like it's about as ridiculous as fucking electro singing the itsy bitsy spider and the amazing spider man. Yeah, they, uh, that might be worse actually. Oh my god. So, yeah, after um they shoot John Henry in the head and he basically just walks it off, you know, as one does when he gets shot in the head. They don't even go to the hospital. He gets a sledgehammer, goes to his grandma's house, finds out where he is. By the way, why do the bad guys listen to hell? I have no idea. He literally this is this is no, this is no shade to Ludacris at all, who's actually a pretty decent actor. No, as, as a matter of fact, no shade to anyone who worked on this film at all. I'm just wondering why Hell is like the shortest bad guy in the movie. He, he says he doesn't use guns. In fact, his weapon of choice is a blowtorch, which seems kind of... I don't get it. I didn't get that. Yeah, why? Like, his, his villain... Origin had nothing to do with fire, so why is his weapon of choice a blowtorch? This this hell might be the worst villain in movie history. This nigga does nothing the entire movie other than sit in a throne and burn his henchmen. That's all he does. That's literally it. And also he makes his henchmen dress in all white, like sweatsuits for some reason. Never explained. So he goes to find Hell, right? And Hell, funnily enough, is in the middle of, like, punishing a bad guy again, because he keeps punishing his henchmen. He has, like, nine or ten henchmen. Like, bro, you're running out of people. You should really stop killing them. And John Henry gets, well, first of all, he meets up with these two dudes in the car talking about the human centipede, which was actually kind of funny dialogue. I, I thought the dialogue that, was, that was funny, yes. It was actually pretty, I'll give him that. He smashes the first guy's head into pink. Like the 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 transition from like this kind of like eh movie to 
bashing niggas' brains in with a sledgehammer, and they, like, show everything but the actual head. Like, they show the, like, that part. Like, bro. Oh, my God. It, it's, it damn near turns into, like, a, a Tarantino movie at the end with the gore. Like, what the, like, he breaks legs. He, like, smashes wood into niggas' necks and shit. It's, it's insane. Like, and then when, like, hell... And, and John Henry have this face-off in the neighborhood, right? They're, like, at opposite ends of the sidewalk, standing face-to-face. John Henry's got his sledgehammer, and Hell has his, his blowtorch or his torch or whatever. Again, it's really dumb choice for, for a weapon. It, it, it's hilarious that the fact that the entire movie he's been killing his henchmen actually comes back to bite him in the ass because one of the henchmen he was about to kill shoots the other henchman who actually has a gun and he's like and hell just does he's like oh, oh no he and then he tells he, he tells her to shoot john yeah and she's like i'm not gonna do that because <laughs> why would like, i he's like fuck you you tried to kill me <laughs> why would i do anything you're asking me like this nigga john broke my leg and, and could have killed me and didn't you was gonna kill me for what for what oh my god he doesn't even defend himself, man. He, like, he basically just, oh, oh no, I'm defeated. And then John Henry smashes his head in with a sledgehammer and then just dies, you know. Which, to be fair, might be the most uh, uh, accurate to the, to the source material it is. Because after, in the folklore, John Henry dies after beating the steam drill. And that's the closest the movie gets to being like the actual folklore. I guess of exhaustion or something. And then uh, Berta and her brother, who, spoiler alert, I guess survived being shot. Her other brother, not the half-brother, yeah. somehow survived being shot. Okay. This nigga, well, this nigga literally, out. her brother literally fell down and died on the carpet. How like is what? he alive? <laughs> Niggas are just walking off being shot now, I guess. I don't know. They're like, thank you, John Henry, to his dead body, and then run off. We never find out what happens to them. And then police sirens come in, and that's how the movie ends. What? Can we not watch this again? I might watch it again. I don't know. This, this movie was alone. insane to me, bro. Oh, my God. I mean, Ken Foray's lines about his dick was pretty funny. Yeah. BJ. My dick was legendary. My name is BJ Henry, and my dick was legendary. Terry Crews, man, I, I, yo, look, I got, I don't know, man. Terry Crews is not a leading man. I'm sorry to say this, but he's not a leading man. It's weird because I've seen him be in television shows and movies for a long time, and he's not a bad actor. This movie made me question that. I was like, is, is Terry Crews a good actor? Because I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure anymore. I, I, I don't know, man. I know he's been in Everybody Hates Chris and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and uh, uh, Last Friday, not Last Friday, Friday After Next, the Christmas movie. And he was good in those. I, just, I, think, I, he's, I think he's a better comedic actor than whatever he was trying to do here. I don't know what he was doing here, man. I, also, he's one of those dudes who should always have a beard. Yes. The clean shavingness was it's very often. It doesn't work for him. It didn't work for me. I don't know what it was. I, I didn't like it at all. How'd you, how'd you feel about Ludacris's uh, performance? What performance? He had all what five minutes. 
This thing is similar performance. All of five lines. We gonna kill him. He literally could have been in a music video and do, been doing the exact same shit that he did in this movie. I think the best actor in the movie was probably uh, Hell as a teenager. He was actually pretty decent. Although they seem like two totally different people. I mean, maybe getting shot in the face will do that to you, I guess. But they just seem like two different characters, even though they're supposed to be the same person. Oh, another thing. Teenage Hell and Teenage John Henry don't look nothing like Ludacris and Terry Crews. Like, they didn't even try. Nope, not at all. But then again, we're, we're dealing with a D movie here. D for, for dumbasses, because we watched this like dumbasses. I watched it because you made me. And I'm a dumbass for listening. Yeah. Oh, what what studio is responsible for this? Saban! Saban Films! Goddamn Power Rangers. I knew it was sketch as soon as I saw that fucking red flag fly in the wind with Saban ingrained in it. So what you're saying is that red flag was a red flag? The red flag was a red flag. It was telling me, do not watch this movie. And I did it anyway. Oh, what about that weird-ass moment when um, John Henry's leaving his grandma's house and then his grandma randomly says, Oh, that John Henry nearly split his mama in two. That was very odd. <laughs> Who was she talking to? I, what the hell? She was so... She got dementia. I don't... I'm... Why do we need to know that this nigga was so large? <laughs> oh, and then you know what I thought? They mentioned that uh, John Henry's mom died. It, it, is that why she died? Because John Henry was just that large when he was being born? <laughs> is, is that why she died, bro? John Henry just a motherfucking midget coming out of the womb? I'm just, like, was he the size of an actual little person coming out of the womb? I. And, and they try to do this thing, right, where, like, B.J. Henry is saying, hey, John, oh, my boy, John Henry. He's strong. He don't know what to do with all that strength. Like, they have his words repeating over and over again throughout the movie. Like, he's fucking Pops from uh, Luke Cage or something. You can't do that and also have the character be goofy with lines like, I got a legendary dick. It don't. It, it doesn't fit. It, it makes no sense. I mean, it doesn't work. I mean, it works for a Friday when, you, when, you got, when you're talking to Pops. I mean, he... Oh, not Pops from Friday. Pops from uh, Luke Cage, bro. I'm saying it works because it works like Pops from Friday. You're talking about Pops from the Oh, that. Oh. Like you win some, you lose some. You live to fight another day. Why are you always in the kitchen, women in the kitchen, eating the pig feet, all the hog milk? I mean, it's comedy and it's some serious shit. It, it can balance. It just really depends on the actor. Yeah, yeah, but it depends on the actor. And Ken Foray is an amazing actor. And he's actually one of the better actors in this movie, to be honest. Like, I mean, all, a lot of my entertainment came from him. Yes. I laughed probably the most because of him. I laughed ironically because of everyone else. <laughs> so why did he make all of his henchmen dress in all white sweatsuits, man? I don't know. That's not even, like, cool because well, they get stains on their shit. <laughs> why? Why is his throne room dark as shit? You can't see nothing going. It's nothing but blue and purple lights. Can't see shit in there. And, yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I, ha- I have a theory. I think it's because if you look at his jaw in like natural light, he looks dumb as fuck. I really think that's what it was. <laughs> his goddamn infinity gauntlet jaw. Jesus Christ. It's not, let's, 
Can we get this movie rating and be done with it already? Now, my heart says six out of five. I'm hanging up now. Goodbye. But my uh, let me finish, man. My brain obviously says zero. Thank you. Zero out of five. Let me let me give it a negative one, actually. <laughs> Highly recommended. Hey, you. Know, I recommend you don't waste your time. <laughs> I recommend you do. It's it's an hour. It's an hour thirty. I mean, shit. You know, <laughs> ain't doing nothing else. I mean, if you really want to waste your quarantine time with bullshit, go ahead. But if you want some some quality, maybe maybe anything else but this movie. Quality? Who wants that? Right. Who wants good things in their life? Oh, eh, that's that's the show. Um. Oh. Uh. You know, we we uh just to transition to a little bit more of a somber mood. We lost some people. Over the week, uh, a quick rest in peace to Little Richard and Jerry Stiller, who you may know from King of Queens, uh, Seinfeld, you know, uh, Ben Stiller's father, of course. You know, it's both just legends in their own rights. You know, the, the, the world definitely lost a couple, a couple big ones, right? And we also lost Andre Harrell from the music industry. He uh, found Mary J. Blige, he found Diddy. He found a lot of people, and he died unexpectedly. He was 59 years old. Um, and literally, he posted the day before on his Instagram, like, everything was okay. He was like, all right, 2020, I'm trying – can you move the fuck out so we can get 2021 in here? He was ready. He was ready for life. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, rest in peace to all those legends and everyone else that we've lost, you know. As always, folks, make sure you're staying safe, you're washing your hands, you're listening to the podcast, you're sanitizing, spraying yourself, showers, washing clothes. Make sure you wear a mask. Wear a mask in the grocery store, wear a mask anywhere but your own home unless you are that sick of yourself. Um, Just be safe. Quarantine will come to an end eventually, but it won't come to an end if you don't do your part. Y'all need to, you know, uh, again, shout out to all the people on the front lines, you know, medical workers, uh, grocery store workers, you know. All, all essential personnel. Everyone, all essential personnel, yeah. Everyone who's had to go to, who's still had to go to work this entire time during quarantine, since March, whenever, when it was kind of uh, countrywide. Jesus. Has it really only been two months? It's been since March 14th. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it feels like it's been like 80 years, man. So shout out to all the people who had to go to work, who had to to brave being in environments where they could potentially be sick, um, who had to serve people so that they wouldn't go hungry, who had to serve people so that they wouldn't also go sick and without medication, without um, the the, uh, mental health uh, um, help that they needed. Because in this quarantine, mental health is always going to be a fight. Um, but shout out to those people who are helping and making a, a, a vastly huge difference in such an incredibly strange time. 100%. 100%. Well, yeah, uh, uh, y'all can find me on Twitter and IG at a do underscore man. That is 1A, 2Ds, 1O underscore M A N. Follow me at PSN at admant. That is 1A, 2Ds, M A N T. Follow me, JT, on 
Instagram at one handsome geek. That's one handsome geek, all one word. Follow me on Twitter at jbat97. That's jbat97. Follow me on PSN and Mystery997. Follow the show, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Twitter, IG, Words from Blurs, Spelled How It Sounds. This is the show. We are the words. Wait, no. We are the blurs. We've given you (laughs) the words. And that is the show. Yes. Everyone stay safe. Stay safe and stream John Henry. Do not! (laughs) Do it. No. Hey, I think it was like number five or something on Netflix. I think if we try hard enough, we can get it to number one. I don't think we should do that to the world. I think we should, you know? You know? Stream John Henry. Make it number one, goddammit. No, it's beyond me, big. It's beyond me, big fella.